Hi, welcome to the show. I am Azita, your counselor, psychotherapist, and behavioral therapist. And I'm Nusha. Not a behavioral therapist, but honestly, these podcasts <laughs> make me feel like I can become one. Yes, you can. And I am keep no. telling you, you will <laughs> two be a therapists good one. in one family. It's I'm going to run a campaign and get our <laughs> listeners to <laughs> too many therapists in a family. Yeah. Okay. That can be a little <laughs> too much. Okay. Well, to our listeners, welcome to the project of you. This is a platform we have created for people who can use a little extra support as they journey through life. We have a website and a social media where we share blogs and workbooks and loads of free resources for you. If you would like a proper session though, one-in-one or a proper diagnosis, you can jump on our website www.theprojectofyou.com.au and book a session with me or seek other professional support. Yeah. And speaking of social media. Yes. And let me preface this by saying that's my job. I do social media professionally. So I'm online a lot Mm -hmm. and I come across a lot of stuff on the wild, wild web. And recently I came across a video where a person was describing who they are. And they did this by going down this sort of laundry list of labels. They had Mm -hmm. their sexuality, their gender, their mental illnesses, their physical disabilities, their ethnicity, even their body size. And this is how they introduce themselves in the first, you know, 10 seconds of every video. Oh, wow. Okay. And I really had to take pause for a moment and Mm. feel a little sad that we're at this place now where Mm. we've narrowed down our entire human experience to these words and titles. Yes. This is the topic of identity, and it's something I can speak about for days. Yeah. It's such an important aspect in the journey that I go on with my clients and a huge step on the path of healing. Understanding who you are, it's very important. And what I love about social work and the studies I have done in that field is the emphasis placed on intersectionality, which is the acknowledgement that there are hundreds of facets that make up an individual. There is no one size fit all with therapy. Yeah, I remember I came across the term intersectionality when I was a young girl learning about feminism. Yes, exactly. And learning that women were fighting for equality, not just within society, but also amongst each other. Hmm. And how important it was to acknowledge that a white woman's experience and a black woman's experience was not the same. An able-bodied woman and a woman with disabilities, Hmm. a heterosexual woman and a gay woman. Hmm. These all created intersections Hmm. in the female Hmm. experience. Yes. And some came with more privilege than others. And I get that. I I do. I get why Hmm. we need these labels. But there is also this big part of me that just wants to reject the idea of labels. I Hmm. find it suffocating and reductive. And it almost puts a full stop to your story. Hmm. It's interesting that you say story because that's really what identity is. The story that you relate yourself, the story that you explain yourself, Mm. it's the story we tell ourselves and the story we tell the world. If I tell you I am a Zita, you don't really understand much about who I am. But if I tell you I am a Zita, 
I am a therapist, a refugee, an author, a mother, a woman from Iran, a domestic abuse survivor. Then you start to get a much clearer picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. And when we look at successful people, and please don't think when I say successful, I'm talking about just CEOs and managers and brain surgeons. Yeah. Successful can also mean having kids and being a good parent. It can mean hitting your personal best at the gym. It can mean having a strong relationship. Yeah. Success is just achieving a goal that's important to you. Someone mm-hmm. wants to be a good reader. So they yeah. read a lot of books and they call themselves I'm successful, I'm successful yeah. in that. So whatever the success is for you. And when we look at people who do this, we see that they have mastered the story they tell about who they are. Yeah. They have taken control of the narrative. They use very specific words to describe themselves because they understand the power that words and labels have. Mm-hmm. And we uh, and so when I speak with my clients about identity, I gain a lot of insight into their lives and struggles simply by listening to the words and labels they use to describe themselves. It's fascinating. Yeah. So you taught me this a few years ago where you taught me to really watch my words, especially when I was in times of healing Mm -hmm. or in times of self-improvement. I was putting in the work. Yes. Where I would throw a label on myself like, oh, I hate that I'm such a procrastinator. Mm. I'm always such a procrastinator. Mm. And you correct me straight away and say, no, you used to have a habit of procrastination. You don't anymore. Yes. And you make me say it. And at first I was like, yeah, whatever. She's crazy. (laughs) But it actually works. Yes. What? Well, think about it. Our minds are incredible things. Look at the studies done in in placebo effects, for example. Yeah. My goodness. So fascinating. People are so convinced that they are healing. Yeah. And then they actually start to heal. Mm -hmm. What an incredible ability. So our minds have so much power over our physical bodies and the physical world around us. And so we can use this amazing tool, a brain and a mind we have, to make actual changes in the way we experience life. If you say, I'm really bad at cooking, I'm a bad cook, or I hate cooking, Mm. then what does your brain do with that prompt? It delivers on it. (laughs) Exactly. You will stay a bad cook for the rest of your life. Mm. So one of the first thing I do with my clients is establishing their personal view of their identity, rewriting their story. Mm -hmm. What story do they tell with the labels they choose? What's holding them back? Yeah, that's exactly it. And I guess for me, I very deliberately keep myself in a state of change. I very much embrace change. I love changing. I like to look back on myself from even six months ago and mm. just and cringe because I've come so far that I don't even recognize myself. And so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a wonderful thing. It is. Mm. And it's also why I've struggled with these finite labels. You know, mm. I feel like 
by labeling labeling every single facet of my identity, mm. I'm sabotaging it. I'm restricting Absolutely, it. Yeah. I have to now be that thing forever. Mm. And so I stop seeking growth in that area because, well, that's, you know, tagged and filed away and that case is closed now. Mm. Mm. They are very fascinating. Yeah. And I agree with you to a point. But... <laughs> There's a but. Yes. <laughs> you can listen to the rest of it after the yeah. words. But some labels are necessary in order for you to understand who you are and how far actually you came. Yeah. To process who you are and to truly grasp the journey you are on. Yeah. You're a refugee, mm-hmm. right? That is part of your identity. It's not your identity. It's part of your identity and part of your story. It doesn't mean you weaponize that against yourself and others. It doesn't mean you use that as an excuse for certain behavior. Mm. It doesn't mean to define you. It simply allows you to better understand some of your traumas, some of your behaviors, some of your thoughts, your reaction. Mm. Understanding your personality, your yeah. personality traits come from all these aspects of your Story, identity. Yeah. yeah. The same is true with mental illness. Mm-hmm. It's so wonderful that the taboo around therapy has begun to melt away and more and more people have access to it. They are able to be diagnosed. However, there is a danger to using that diagnosis as a shield against accountability and weaponizing it as an excuse for abuse behavior totally yeah we see it all the time people using their neurodiversity using their personality disorders to basically grant themselves a free pass a get out of jail free cards yeah and that's not what diagnosis is about if you are diagnosed by a professional by the way not from reading something online, if you are properly diagnosed, that is an invitation now for you to explore all the ways you can work with your diagnosis, live with your diagnosis and find ways to improve, find ways to make your life better. It's not about using that label against people or against yourself. yourself yeah i see many people coming from the they've seen the gp or psychiatrist and i go i am schizophrenic i go hold on and i guess now i can't work yeah. i can't have a relationship so I guess can't what do they anything. do yeah. they go online they see all the negative things about mm-hmm. schizophrenia and they put themselves in that box. Yeah. And now they have to behave accordingly. Yeah. So the first thing I say, I stop them. So you are not a schizophrenic. You have a disorder yeah. called schizophrenia. Yeah. And there are ways you can you can learn ways, you can learn tools, skills, medication to live with schizophrenia. Yeah. That only explains you are different. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That label is just to explore the new ways that, that you can it, live with exactly, your... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Explains the way you have been behaving. That's it. You shouldn't put yourself in a box and behave 
like that now like forever. That. Exactly. Yeah. And never call yourself I'm schizophrenic. Yeah. It's a scary. Yeah. People are scared. During the recent Black Lives Matter protests, mm. one of the most interesting things that I learned and I've corrected in myself since was the term and and you'd hear it a lot when you're learning history, well black people were slaves. Mm. And one of the biggest ways that that language is weaponized is it removes any accountability. Mm. And so something that was really pushed during that time was to change our language and say, black people were enslaved. Mm, yes. How quickly does wow. that really changes yes. the way that you view that mm. race of individuals mm. now? Mm. Because saying they were slaves means they were just slaves and, yes. and someone discovered slaves on, on yes. in a continent. Yes. So the language that we use, those mm. labels are super important. Mm, absolutely. And so coming back to the necessary labels we have in our identity, mm. what are some examples of that, would you say? Okay, well, I think of identity as different layers to an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, part of those layers is visible. Yeah. Just for that person. Yeah. Part of those layers is visible to the society. Yeah. Apart when you go deeper, it's sometimes not even visible to that individual person yeah. and in the society. Yeah. So there's superficial layers, right? Yes. External stuff. Exactly. And it's very difficult to truly judge based on external. Yeah. You don't get a very accurate understanding of people. You do get some information basically what they share with you or like yeah. a, their appearance, basic information about the person from the way they look and the way they dress. It's not enough to make an accurate judgment. Yeah. They say they don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. So the true. cover gives you a, a title mm. and an image and then your imagination basically mm. fills in the rest. And sometimes you might be very correct. Yes. And other times you're way off. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite books on earth mm. had titles that had nothing to do with the story. Mm. And I would have missed out if I hadn't taken the time to leaf through the pages. Yes. Have you seen those books that they they are wrapped and you yeah, don't and you know don't know what's what inside? So you don't even get the opportunity. Yeah, it's called to blind judge. blind date with a book. Oh yeah, I love, I love that. that. But yeah. I haven't been dare enough to get one of those. I know. Books I'm yet. scared. It's a commitment. <laughs> I know. So we have outer labels of identity. You know. What colors are skin, weight, hair, clothing, etc. Yeah. Once you peel those back, you get the inner layers. Yeah. So your culture, backgrounds, beliefs, political beliefs, religious beliefs, sexuality, prejudices. These are all labels we associate with our identities. And these labels, when combined with the superficial labels, give us a closer understanding again. Yeah. But you can go even further. Mm. And in therapy, that's what we do. Think of the bottom of an iceberg. Yeah. The massive submerged part of an iceberg. Anyone can see the tip, right? Yeah. The part that above water. That's mm-hmm. that's what we are exposed. Yeah. We see it in the mirror. We show it to people. Mm-hmm. And part of it we tell. I'm from Iran. So yeah. that's the part I share and people can see. Anyone can see the tip. 
the part that is above water. But there's a huge hidden part of an iceberg that you need a professional to explore. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yes, you need someone with the skills to be able to make a dive like that mm. to the deep part of your identity, your mm. personality, your traumas. Yeah. Because they have the resources, they have the tools necessary. They, they experience, they gain through their study, they're seeing yeah. other people through their life. It can be so helpful and helpful for you to explore exactly who you are. Because it is scary to do that dive on your own. Yeah, that's very true. So in therapy, we peel back those last layers, those deeper labels, the ones we don't share with others, but we keep with us. Mm. You know, stupid, weak, unlovable. Yeah. And these are actually some of the most dangerous labels people give to themselves because they are in our unconscious mind. Yeah. And perhaps they were passed down to us. Yeah, like we didn't even give them to ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. Often we didn't knowingly select these labels. We were young and vulnerable. Um, you know, so many times I see, unfortunately, like people call a young child stupid. Yeah. That was a stupid, like you are a stupid. And you think, well, they're not going to remember that. And they do. Yeah. 50 years later, they're talking about it in therapy still. They think that's what they are. They yeah. think they are a stupid. Yeah. And without realizing, we've carried them with us. We've allowed these very powerful words to shape our reality and shape our lives. Wow. So it's important to sit down with your narrative every now and again. Yeah. Unpack it and really look at what you are carrying with you. Are these labels necessary are they even true? Mm. Is it time to maybe update some of those labels? Like you said, you're in a constant state of change and growth. You know, this is even for those people that are resisting yeah. the growth and change, but it's inevitable. Yeah. And you're not alone in that. Everyone is constantly growing and changing. Physically, mentally, spiritually. Mm -hmm. And while it would be nice to throw all the labels at the window and simply go with the flow of transformation, yeah. humans are social creatures. Mm. Yeah. We have a need to connect with each other, to share our story, share a view and to be understood. And labels are a way that facilitate that. Just don't rely on them too much. Don't ever reduce who you are to, like you said, you know, a laundry list of words. Be open and ready to change and reassess those labels every time you do. I love that. Part of this reason we use labels, like when someone says, I'm a Christian, for example, it acts as a sense of belonging. It makes someone feel safe, feel like they are part of a community, part of something bigger. And that's very important for human beings. We've evolved to need that. Totally. But 
other labels aren't as constructive. In fact, they are very destructive. They can um, alienate us. They can hold us back and they can be very outdated. Yeah. Using the religion example, I know so many people who say I'm Christian, hmm. but they literally, I'm not kidding about this. They literally hmm. don't believe in God or Jesus. Like I've asked them yes, and they're like, no, not really. They, they don't go to church. They hmm. don't follow any of the practices. And they basically were given that label by their yes. parents. Hmm. They were given that identity hmm. and they never bothered to update that as they grew up. They never questioned it again. Hmm. And I think the problem with that is that by putting that full stop on their story, mm. they never bothered to explore themselves spiritually. Yeah. They never discovered that part of their identity. It just stayed submerged forever. And that's mm. really sad to me. Yes. Remember, labels are not definitive. They only are tools and a means of connecting and sharing who you are. But they are malleable. Yeah. They can transform and change just as much as you can. Mm. And they should be selected with care and with intention because they truly do have the power to affect your life in very real ways. They can build you up or they can hold you behind. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to go and reassess my labels now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good idea. Me too. Yeah, it's time. It's been a while. Any tips on how to do that? Pen and paper. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Grab a journal. Write it down. Who am I? Yeah. That is that that such a good question. Question is so powerful. So you you taught me you got me journaling a couple years ago. It's changed my life. I cannot Mm. recommend it enough. And every, I would say, like six months, Mm. not necessarily on the dot, but around Mm. that time. Mm. And I have a separate journal for this. I don't don't share my daily thoughts in this. It's just a separate book that I keep. And I give it chapters. Okay. So from my journey, from the start of my journey, that was chapter one. That started Mm. a couple of years ago. Mm. Every time I feel like I have improved i've reached a new level of new new understanding i I start a new chapter wow that's i label i give the chapter a name Mm. and i go and i so i've got the same questions in each chapter who am i what do i believe in what am i trying to achieve what Mm. is my mission what is my vision Mm. and i update it Mm. and it's really fun to flick back through the older chapters Mm. and see how far I've come. come. And I look back and I'm like, wow, I thought I really had it all figured out Mm -hmm. here. And I'm, I'm on a completely different path now. And it's so beautiful to see that and just acknowledging Mm. those seasons. Can I add another question to the list of your questions? Yes, absolutely. Who am I is one part of the question, Mm -hmm. but who I want to become. Yeah. That's the question I encourage you to add yeah. to the end of your list. Yeah. And then write who you want to become because you have the power. We talked about it earlier. The placebo, you know, when mm. you think. Really believe it. When you believe. Manifest it. When yeah. you manifest it, you can actually become. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm going to encourage you write down the superficials write down the inner labels and then write down the deeper labels see what needs to be updated see what no longer serves you and 
let them go. Yeah. Let it go. Amazing. Well, as always, we'll leave you with an affirmation. Mm. So repeat this one to yourself, especially oh, if you're finishing. Like we are. I know. <laughs> I know. So repeat this one to yourself, especially if you're doing the journal exercise. Mm. My identity is infinite and ever expanding. I'm not held back by what I've been through. I'm not restricted by my experiences. I can shape my life with the words I use to describe who I am. Amazing. Can you read that again this time? And give me some time to repeat after you. Oh, you want to repeat it? Okay. I love it. My identity is infinite. My identity is infinite. And ever expanding. And ever expanding. Wow. Yes. I am not held back by what I've been through. I am not held back by what I have been through. I am not restricted by my experiences. I am not restricted by my experiences. I can shape my life with the words I use to describe who I am. I can shape my life with the words I use to describe who I am. Yeah. That's amazing. Beautiful. I'm quite emotional reading this. <laughs> Um, and please email us with any request for the next episode. Yes, we love those. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, guys. See you and next time. See you next time. Bye.